Okay, you guys can be seated. Okay, too late. I already hugged a bunch of people this morning. Or at least they hugged me, so I didn't stop them. We want to welcome you to GBC. And again, we're doing things a little different because this is Baptism Sunday. So I'm going to preach first, but the sermon's in two parts. We're in Colossians, and I'm going to be doing Colossians chapter 3, verses 10 and 11. So you can turn there if you like. But the other part of the sermon is going to be what I call living hope stories. We have eight people that are going to go in the water this morning, and they're going to be sharing their testimonies about what Christ has done and what Christ is doing. And uh, you'll see kind of a new shirt being sported. This is what it looks like. Okay. We are, I guess we purchased them for the people getting baptized, and they get to keep those as a momentum then of this day. So that's why I have one on here. You guys can see it. I've already had people say, can I get rebaptized to get one? No. <laughs> Doesn't work that way. But uh, we may look down the road about if some people want some, about ordering some extras and purchasing. So my favorite part of this service is the second part. So I got to endure my few words first, and then we'll get to the fun part. If you didn't notice, growing up can be a difficult process. When I was a child, I never thought of things like property taxes or income taxes. I never thought about electric bills, repair bills. It just never entered my thinking. And even when it did enter my thinking, it never bothered me too much. Until one day, when I left the home, got married, reality hit. The weight of growing up can be immense, can it? And Paul's been speaking to that issue. In Colossians 3, here's what we've said so far in the verses we looked at. He says, we have to seek Christ, that nobody can serve two masters. And that requires our time, it requires his truth, and it requires our trust. There are things that we put to death. There are things that we put on so that we become alive. And putting to death does not mean we don't have those desires. But he says we have to deal with our lives, our outward actions, which means we'll do some things we don't want to do. But also we have to deal with our hearts. And last week we talked about what D.A. Carlson calls grace-driven effort. It requires a new heart. And we've got to use the weapons of grace, which is the blood of Christ, the word of God, and the promises of his new covenant. And this effort attacks the roots, just not the branches. And when you deal with these lists that we've been looking at, we've got to be very, very careful that the lists don't define us and move us into what's called legalism. But we did note last week that you can't be more like Jesus if you're spending your days staring at all the pictures of who you used to be. Our past do not define us. Rather, Christ does. And that's what's great about this morning because we're going to see that in eight Vivid illustrations of what Christ does do in people's lives. So Colossians chapter 3. This is where we're at, verses 10 and 11. I'll read these two verses and then make a few comments. And have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. 
Here there's not Greek or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian or Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. New self. Paul writes it this way in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away, and behold, the new has come. But what does it mean to be new? The word literally means to be renewed or to renovate. And when you renovate your house, what do you do? You get a plan. After you get the plan, you get estimates. And then you hire according to your renovation plans. You don't bring a plumber in to redo the electrical system, even though he might be cheaper. (laughs) So, when you talk about new life or renewing your life, and I'm going to use the word renovate, when you renovate your life, Paul says this, you do so in knowledge which is according to the image of its creator. That's the strategy. That's the plan. And here's what it means. Christ is the one who renovates our lives. We don't. It's his design. We're made in his image. That's what it says. It's his work. It's something we cannot do on our own. It's his price. He paid for it. And we know renovation costs, doesn't it? But it's a process. It's a process of our lives and it's a process of our hearts. And human distinctions, when we renovate in Christ, human distinctions disappear. That's why he says, listen, there's no racism, there's no classism, there's no sexism, there's no second, third class, there is no privileged position. It doesn't matter who you are or what you have done or what you are doing, you are in Christ. You are a new creation. You've been renovated, and that gives you an equal access seat around his table in his kingdom. Amen? So I want to talk about two things quickly. First is the, cross, the crisis of salvation, and then the process of sanctification. Now, in our testimonies this morning, you're going to hear people talk about how they found Christ. That is the crisis of salvation. It's when we come to a point in our lives and we say, listen, I can't do this on my own. I need Jesus to deal with my sin. And so I accept him as my savior. The process of sanctification, big theological word, don't let it fool you. It just simply means growing up in Christ. And what it means is every day you wake up, you say, how can I be more like Jesus? Every day I wake up, I'm going to put to death this and I'm going to put on this. Every day you wake up, you say, okay, listen, the master I serve is Jesus, not another idol of, and you can feel anything you want in there because scripture talks about many different idols. The big three in our culture have to do with money, sex, and power. There's many addictions to those. Philippians chapter 2, verse 12 talks about this. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence. So he's talking about obeying our lives. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. And the word work out means work out and keep working out and keep working out and keep working out. So he's talking about this process of sanctification, this crisis of salvation. So Paul has this expectation of growing up. He says we're formed in God's image. 
We are deformed by sin and we're transformed in Christ. Amen? Amen. So let me say that again. There's this expectation that we grow up. We're formed in God's image. We're deformed by sin. That's what we put to death and we're transformed in Christ. That's what we put on. Romans chapter 12. And I put this on the screen because it's out of, it's not a translation. It's called the message. And it's a guy who wrote and interpreted the scripture and put it down more like in a commentary form. But I like what he says about these verses because it talks about this both crisis of salvation and this expectation of sanctification. Here's what he says. First three verses. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You will be changed from the inside out. Amen? Amen. Readily recognize what he wants from you. Quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. God brings out the best. God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. I'm speaking to you out of deep gratitude for all that God has given me. And when we realize what God has given us and what's done, we live a life of gratitude, don't we? When we start looking at our culture, that's where we become ungrateful. And especially as I have responsibilities in relationship to you. Living then, as every one of you does, in pure grace. It's important that you not misinterpret yourselves as people who are bringing this goodness to God. No, God brings it all to you. The only accurate way to understand ourselves is by what God is and by what he has what he does for us, not by what we are and what we do for him. All right. That is what we're going to see now. Second part of the service, sermon. Uh, I'm going to ask these guys to go in the back a while. I'm going to join them. Jeff can come up here while I just make a few editorial comments. This is a celebration of renovating lives by Christ. Okay? Now... I need to say this. Every one of these people could take an hour about what God's up to through Christ. Because we have eight, you need to know it's very condensed versions. And you need to also know they're nervous. You guys are scary when they look out. (laughs) And they're even more nervous when they realize there's people at home watching online. They're like, we're on TV? Yes. Okay. Now, there's times in the audience where we wish they would maybe have said this or used these kind of words. Remember that not all the people getting baptized have been raised in church and are familiar with Christianese like we are. It's their own words. It's their own interpretations. And every one of them, after they leave here, said, oh, man, I should have said this also. It's just one of those things. Now, if you've never been to one of our baptismal services, here's the rules of engagement. We cheer, we clap, we shout, and we encourage. Okay? So for those that have not been here, the ones that are here, just give an illustration of what we do when we baptize. Okay. You can do better than that, but we'll get there. 
At the end of the service, they're going to sit down front here, and we encourage you to greet them. You can wave or bump elbows, or if you're not afraid of hugging, ask permission, and we'll go from there. So let's celebrate who Jesus is in their life. <laughs>